This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim, and today we have Good Neighbor Justice Smith, and Justice is the Executive Director of the Tuscaloosa County Economic Development Authority here in Tuscaloosa. That was, that was a mouthful. Justice, how are you this morning? I'm fine, Patricia. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. And I'm excited to sort of unpack what the Tuscaloosa County Economic Development Authority does and, uh, and also why they do it. Um, so if you would um, just get us started, tell us more about it. Sure, I'd be glad to. Uh, the Tuscaloosa County Economic Development Authority was established by an act of the state legislature in the 1970s, uh, 1973. And our first board was constituted in 1975. And since that time, our, our organization has been responsible for uh, the recruitment of industrial projects, companies to Tuscaloosa County for the purpose of uh, creating jobs and new investment in the in the area. So our our belief is that, uh, uh, you know, an individual's quality of life is is really determined by a couple of factors. But but chiefly among those is the is the quality of their job. And so our our board, our staff, we work together with um, elected officials and other stakeholders in the in the community uh, to try to improve that quality of life. Uh, by the creation and preservation of jobs. So what you do is you create an attractive environment for investment inside of this city. And, and it must be a coordinated effort of um, not only bringing the jobs in, but making sure that there are people here to fill those jobs that's exactly right. Uh, economic development, I, I refer to as a team sport. Uh, there are a lot of moving pieces and a lot of moving parts in our in our activities. Um, certainly, the a local EDO like us uh, is responsible for you know product development, meaning that we need to make sure that we have available buildings and industrial sites that are available for prospects looking to locate a new facility. Uh, we also work with <clears throat> um, elected officials, as I mentioned earlier, to sort of streamline and remove any kind of barriers uh, to entrance in the market. We want to make sure that we have public policy that's in place that is supportive of uh, the needs of industry. We also work with other groups in the community like uh, the Chamber of Commerce and workforce development programs. Uh, you know, one of the first two questions that I get is always related to uh, workforce. I mean, if it's, it's one thing if I've got a really attractive industrial piece of property, but it's another thing, you know, the companies can't build their widgets if they don't have people to, to fill those positions. And so it's, it's incredibly important that we have a skilled uh, and highly trainable workforce. And so I think that, that, you know, we have, we have what I would consider to be the premier workforce development program in West Alabama works. Uh, Donnie Jones is a longtime friend and does a, does a tremendous job. He, he and their entire team. Um, and we also work with groups like uh, Visit Tuscaloosa. Kelsey Rush is, an, is, another, uh, is another friend and, and colleague. And 
um, what they do to make our community attractive uh, from a quality of life standpoint, uh, the the uh, the experience economy, as as people like to refer to it, is uh, is a is a very very strong asset for our community. So I like to uh, I, I like to give them credit for the job for the good job that they do. Such a collaborative effort, um, putting together all of these different people and having and being part of their collaboration as well. It's like a symphony. It really is. Um, uh, I've, I've not I've not thought about it like that. Uh, but but you're you're really right. I mean, you've you've got to have everybody uh, singing from the same uh, sheet of music, and w one one instrument complements the other. And so it's a it's a that's a really really good way to put it. I'm I'm glad you you mentioned that. Well, Justice, how did you end up here? I mean, how how did you end up in have you always been in Tuscaloosa and what was your journey to get here to the um, Tuscaloosa County Economic Development Authority? Well, no, I have not always been in Tuscaloosa. I, I, I uh, as a child, our family moved here uh, when I was about 15 years old. Uh, and so I went to, <clears throat> excuse me, I went to high school and college in Tuscaloosa. And then after, after college, I, uh, I went to work in Montgomery uh, for a, a gubernatorial campaign. Bradley Byrne was running for governor in 2009 and 10, and I went to work for Bradley. And uh, that was what I, what I wanted to do with, with my life was to, to work in, in politics and uh, campaigns were always very interesting to me. And, and so that was my, that was my first job out of school. I was a fundraiser. Um, and that race uh, didn't go the way that I wanted it to. And so I needed to find a real job. And uh, fortunately, uh, Ellen McNair, who at the time was the vice president of economic development for the Chamber of Commerce in Montgomery and a, and a longtime friend, uh, called me and <clears throat> asked me if I wanted to, to have a meeting, just have a cup of coffee. And so I didn't really know what she wanted to talk about, but I, I knew and respected Ellen. And uh, so I took the I took the meeting and she said, well, what do you know about economic development? And I said, well, very little. I know I know enough to, to put it into a, a campaign stump speech or some or some flyers. And uh, but I really don't know anything about the process of of recruiting companies or working with existing businesses and why that's important for communities and for and for a state. And so the you know, the more she talked about it. You know what went into winning projects, uh, how to how to make, how to position your community uh, to be more competitive. The more I thought, well, you know, if we if we had won the governor's race, this is what I would have wanted to do in the in a burn administration. So, um, you know, she offered me a job, and I thought, well, if, I, if I'll try this out for a year, and if I don't like it, I'll I'll do something else. And I just I really loved it. I mean, when you when you drive by a uh, a a, a factory that used to be a, a field with cows in it, and you've got hundreds of cars in the parking lot, and each one of those cars represents a family. And you know that in some in some way you played a small role in in improving somebody's life and giving them an opportunity, you know, helping them get a, a higher quality job. That's that's the rewarding part of the job. Um, and so I've, I've I worked for her for about eight years, and then uh, you know I, like like happens with everybody, your life, your life changes. I got married and married a girl from Tuscaloosa and we decided that we wanted to be 
back home before we started a family of our own. And so I, I moved back here and took a job with the University of Alabama in their research and economic development division um, and did that for about five years and really loved it. I, I loved working for the university and had and had no real plans to leave. Um, <clears throat> but the uh, the board at the TCEDA approached me about about this position being open. And um, I, I just thought that it was a, a great opportunity to to contribute to my hometown and and to do something that I really feel strongly about, and I'm and I couldn't be you know more pleased with with how things have been going. I mean we've we've got such a special community. Uh, people seem to really want to to move the needle and move the community forward. We've got very pro business and proactive elected officials. We have just dozens of very active community leaders in in the private sector um, and everybody wants to pull in the same direction and that's that's what is really important i mean having that having those ingredients in place is key for success and so i've i've been on board here now since uh august of, of 2022 and um you know we're we're really looking to build on the on the momentum and the and the historical success that this organization has achieved How exciting. Um, I love the idea of everyone pulling together and that this is the beginning of a huge growth period for Tuscaloosa County. Um, it's very exciting to me. Um, but are there any, do you run into any people who, um, you know, they're, they're um, shackled by a, a misconception or maybe they've got the, um, maybe they don't know what it is that you do. What, what are some of the things that you run into um, that are misconceptions about what you do? Well, I don't, I don't know about misconceptions. I mean, I think that out of necessity, a lot of our a lot of our dealings uh, have to remain confidential when we are when we're recruiting a, a company. Um, you know, they don't they don't want their their business to be made public until until they're ready to announce uh, a, a decision that they've made. I mean, they for for a variety of reasons. Number one, primarily, is they you know they don't want to be put at a competitive disadvantage with other companies that are like them. Um, and so, you know, it's, it is confidentiality is, is very, very important. And, um, you know, you can, you can lose a project, uh, very, very quickly if, if word gets out about what you're trying to do. And so I think there's, there's probably, you know, uh, a bit of a misconception about why things have to remain secret, but, um, but I think for the most part, people understand and respect that, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a highly competitive business. I mean, you're competing not just against other communities in, in Alabama and in the Southeast, but but literally around the world. Uh, the globalization of, of industry has has made it so that you compete with, you know, communities in Mexico and Europe and 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 Asia. And so, uh, we're we're just a, we're another community. We're we are we're trying to do everything that we can to stand out and. Um, you know, I, I told I told a group recently that I was speaking to that that working a project is a lot like the uh, the March Madness basketball tournament in college. Uh, you you start out with with sixty eight teams, and uh, you're not going to win the tournament in the first round. You're trying to survive and advance to the next rounds. And so when you get down to the to the Sweet Sixteen or the Final Four, that's when you really have a chance to 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 win a championship. And our championship is is winning a project and recruiting a new company to our area, and so um, 
it's a it's a it's a long and sometimes arduous process. Uh, but you're you're doing everything that you can to be as responsive to to the companies that you're recruiting. I mean, we'll get, for example, a a request for proposal or or request for information from a prospect or a consultant that they've hired, and oftentimes it's it's several inches thick, and they want you to turn it around in 48 hours, and uh, you know it'll be due on a Thursday, and sometimes that Thursday is Thanksgiving, and uh, they're doing that on purpose. They they want you to they want to they want to eliminate as many communities as they can from the front end uh, by determining who's going to be the most responsive to their client or to their to their company. And so um, we we try to do everything that we can to be as prepared as possible on the front end so that we can meet those tight uh, deliverable timelines. Um, but, you know, it's it's it is highly, highly competitive and and very, very interesting. Uh, you know, you know, you learn a little bit about a lot of different things. And so it's it's uh, it's always a lot of a lot of fun. It's a, it's a very challenging but rewarding position. I love that analogy of it being like a basketball tournament because everyone can understand what that looks like. Um, and and it, it 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 sounds like a little, little bit like, you know, like fun. If you like that competition, if you like moving forward, if you like following that process, it could be a lot of fun. But you must do, do other things besides work that's fun. What do you do? What do you do for fun when you're not working? Oh, sure. Uh, you know, my wife and I have have two little girls. Uh, they're two and four. And so they they, uh, you know, oc occupy a lot of our time. But we really enjoy that. I mean, they they're developing just the funniest little personalities. And so uh, and I'm a, I'm a bit of a sucker. So uh, having having two little girls, we've we've got a lot of a lot of pink around our house. But it's it's really a joy for us. Um, so I, I would say that that spending time with my family is is the thing that I enjoy the most, you know, being a, a, a lifelong Alabamian and having gone to school at the university, I'm, I'm, I, I like to follow UA athletics and uh, attend as many events as I can. And that's always a lot of fun. And then, you know, the last thing is, is I really like to cook. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really, you know, hunt or anything like that. So my, my, I guess my personal favorite hobby would be cooking, trying new recipes and, uh, entertaining friends and family. So that's, that's really something that I, that I enjoy doing. Awesome. I love to cook too. And I love that you've absolutely surrendered yourself to being a girl dad. That makes oh, me so it's happy. Over. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, but you know, yeah. I, it's, it's hard not to though. Uh, so, you know, you, you, you've got to, got to embrace it and they've, they've, you know, they're, you know, they bring us a lot of joy. Well, what that is, that is certainly the best part of your life, but there are other parts of your life maybe that have challenged you a little bit. Can you sure. open up and tell me a little bit about maybe a challenge that's brought you to this place? Uh, sure. Uh, you know, several in the, in the professional realm. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, I mentioned the campaign that I worked on that, that, that we ended up losing. That was a, that was a very, uh, a bitter disappointment for me, uh, just because I, I thought that our, our candidate would have done a lot of good things for the state. I mean, he's, he has since gone on to do other great things for Alabama, but, uh, that was a disappointment. And then, you know, in, in this line of work, you, you lose a lot more than you win. And, uh, you know, we're, we're working, you know, a bunch of different projects right now, and we may, 
realistically only have a chance to win two or three of them. Uh, so you have to get used to to defeat, uh, but that makes the wins that much more special. Um, and I'm, I'm one of those people that really kind of hates to lose more than I like to win, <clears throat> but um, you've got to get you've got to get used to. Uh, the fact that that it's like I mentioned earlier, it's a highly competitive business, and um, you, you know it, you've just kind of got to do the best that you can to position the community in a way that you can be successful. Um, you know, personally, and I, I'm sure that, that many of your listeners uh, are have had similar situations, but uh, uh, I, I lost my father very unexpectedly about seven years ago, and that was that was something that was really tough for our family. Um, you know, he was, my brother and I both shared a very close relationship with him and, um, you know, it, it was difficult, uh, going through that. <clears throat> but I think that, um, you know, since that time and having become a father myself in the time since, um, you know, I really appreciated and, you know, respected him even more than, than, I did. I mean, I, of course, I always just, you know, almost revered him when he was living. But I think that that having, you know, having children of my own and and a family of my own, um, you know, really gives you an appreciation for, you know, how how fortunate I was growing up. And it and it it gives me an opportunity to, to kind of be that for my children. And so that's that's what I really um, you know, it's kind of a, a challenge or a struggle that you work through and and hopefully become stronger on, on the back end. But, uh, you know, that's probably probably something that, that many of your listeners can relate to. Well, it sounds like you're well on your way to um, to living out your 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 father's legacy here. He sounds like he was an extraordinary man. I wish we had more time to listen to more stories about him. He sounds like a unique and special individual. He he was he was very special. And I, we, you know, we, we we could go all day, but uh, we've got other things that we can cover too. So, well, he he delivered a special person to us. So, Tuscaloosa is grateful that you're here and that you've, um, even though you had to lose to get here, we feel like we won to get you. So, what's the one thing you wish our listeners knew about the Tuscaloosa County Economic Development Authority? Um, what would you like to leave us with? Yeah, I, I would say that that we work for any any man, woman, and child that desires to live in Tuscaloosa County and desires a, a higher quality of life. We, you know, I, we've got a board that we that I that I, you know, answer to, but but we work for the people in Tuscaloosa County, and so I I would I would hope that people people know that we're here to try to improve their quality of life. And, uh, and and make meaningful contributions to the community uh, by, by strategically growing and um, attracting high quality positions uh, for our friends and neighbors. Well, how can listeners learn more about um, the Tuscaloosa County Economic Development Authority or, or reach you if they have anything, if they want to contact you, how can they reach you? Absolutely, we we have a uh, we have a website uh, tcoeda.com that people can visit. Um, certainly, I'm available for uh, phone calls. You can reach reach me at two zero five three four nine one four one four, and we're we're happy to assist if if someone has a 
piece of property that they're looking to sell or market for, um, um, you know, industrial use or otherwise office use, um, we, we would certainly be glad to, to assist in that. And then, um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, like I said, visit our, visit our website and uh, see if there are any questions that I can answer after they've had a chance to look that over. Well, Justice, thank you for coming and telling your story and telling us more about um, the Tuscaloosa County Economic Development Authority and what it is that you do. It's so important that people understand that you're out there and what you're doing for, for this city and this region. Thanks for coming by. Thank, Thank you. you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthport.com. That's gnpnorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910.